Once upon a time, two men decided if they were making the cut. And then they made the cut. And now JT and Aaron are talking everything from wrestling to pop culture and beyond. Because it's no holds barred. Will you back down, turn and run? Or stand up with the best? No holes barred. Did you know that Brell? Uh, did you know that Brell filmed the video in the WWF? Yes. Did you Did you <laughs> learn about that recently? Yes. Did we talk about this? Yes. Yep. Why didn't they bring him in as a manager? Yep. Did we talk about that? Yes. He would have been good, though, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so, too. I think so, too. As good as Mortimer Plumtree? I hate Mortimer Plumtree. <laughs> you do? Why do you hate Mortimer Plumtree? <laughs> because. It, now, I you you recently shared something that he was at an AEW show. Uh, he was backstage. If he becomes a character. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> what do you mean? No? Do you That'd be the most random like return of like after a 20-year disappearance by anyone ever do you think he brings the the penises with him <laughs> you may <laughs> Tony Khan uh, want to get a little crazy you young bucks have got to face the dicks young bucks versus the big cocks <laughs> big cocks we'll see who the real champion is alright so once a month on this show we are going through our GWWE list our greatest duty wrestler ever it's a shit show it's a pointless endeavor we're wasting everyone's time yes because we we made this list Back at the end of December. There was was a lot going on. Yeah. The world was was shut down. Yes. You know, I had a curfew in Quebec. Yes. I learned that recently by listening to an edition (laughs) of TNA Never Dies. There you go. Yeah. I had forgotten. I guess I had blocked that out of my head. Mm. But we made... The world was a different place. We made this list. Right. And now as we continue to make lists... We hate the list. I hate my list. Yes. Yeah. But we're still revealing it 10 at a time every month. Yeah. At the end of the year, we're going to reveal our final list. Yes. Yes. And that will be the actual list until we submit. a month later. Or five years from now. Yeah. But I just feel like this is one of these endeavors where like, you know, a week later you're going to think about something and switch everything around. Probably. I'm already dreading doing it again in December. Really? Yeah. I don't like doing it. Well, have you not already made, have you not, do you not have a list that you're working on? Well, I have the list that we made for this and I'm just putting notes like move up, move down. Oh, uh, okay. See, I have a list that we made for this and then beside it. Uh, what the um, my actual list is going to be. Oh, no, I haven't even gone that far. Yeah, I know. Uh, actually, do I have that even? Oh, my God. I want to make sure I'm reading the right thing. Dummy. Oh, no. No, no. I'm completely wrong. I'm looking at the wrong thing. Here we go. Okay. Here's my list. All right. Well, tonight we're going to do 40 to 31. Yep. You have that if we start? I do. Okay. I do. I do. All right, my number 40 is one of your favorites. Oh, my goodness. And it's a shameful thing. Oh, my God. Perhaps. Is it a lobster head? <laughs> it is. It uh, is uh, the master of the bro kick, Seamus. Mm-hmm. I have him slightly higher at number 36. All right, do you want to talk now? All right, why not? We're okay. here. All right, fella. Uh, fella, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> oh, you know, you don't put Seamus down on a list. I think Seamus is one of the most underrated guys of all time. I don't yeah. know where that kind of dislike for him it came. It was the Triple H stuff. 
It's not even his fault. It's always Triple H. It's not even his fault. It was that he was Triple H's boy, and they felt like the early push was a little hot. Mm. Um, And maybe early on his work wasn't as appreciated, but he was good in ECW, like when he destroyed Jamie Noble's career. Like, that was good. Um, The Triple H match of Mania is like fine. It's good. Yeah. And then did Triple H win that one? No. No, Seamus beats him, right? Oh, no. Yeah, he beats him and knocks him out with the thing, right? Or does he lose and then knock him out? I think he loses and then knocks him out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Come on. But then it's not long from there that he's having the great matches with Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Uh, great matches with Del Rio, right? He's got something with Del Rio. I love the match with Del Rio. Yeah. I love that. Look, in 2011, he's got that great match with Mark Henry at SummerSlam. Yep. I mean, maybe it's not great, but it's really good. That's the face turn. Yep. You get the Rumble win. You got the stuff with Bryan. And that two out of three falls match is, awesome. is incredible. Yeah. And and that entire um, that entire World Heavyweight Championship run is a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just good match after good match after good match. And then I, you know, honestly, you throw in a Sheamus match almost any time, mm-hmm. and there's something awesome about it. Right. He gets it. He get he get, and he has a nice mix of power offense, but he's not just like a big lumbering guy. He can move. Yeah. And. Um, yeah, he's in some of the shield stuff, right? That's all really good. Oh, he's always good with that. And then you yeah. get the bar. Yes, the bar is awesome. And that team is incredible. And it's not at all carried by just Cesaro. No, no, no. Sheamus is a is a very big part of that. Mm-hmm. And I would I would venture to say that almost any time that he is given ten to fifteen minutes, yeah, you're veering at at least three and a half four stars. What I'm still confused about is I fought like a few years ago. They said he had like a major neck issue, right? And was going to have to either retire or just be in tag teams. And that never really was a thing. Still wrestling. <laughs> yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, me neither. Uh, but I'm glad he's still wrestling. Yeah. I'm glad that he's going to wrestle uh, Gunther. Yeah, Gunther. That might have actually happened. Well, actually, it's today, I think. See? When this airs. Yes. See, it's happening today. Hopefully it happens. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I'm a big fan of him. I think he's, uh, yeah, I think his, you know, if you're talking promo work as part of this, maybe, okay. It's probably his weak, weak spot. Um how do you feel about his jump up moments? I feel like he's maybe lacking there. Like I'm trying to think off the top of my head, and there's only a couple, like the Brian win over at Mania, uh, the Rumble well, win, the Rumble win, the Brian Noble. Win. I'll fight him. Right, I'll yep. fight him was big. Yeah. Um, I would say that whole build is big. He's got um, he's got multiple United States championships. Yeah, he's got, but they're kind of all. Yeah, they're he, not big moments. King of the Ring. Yeah, again, not huge, but yeah. still a slight jump up. Yeah. The Shield stuff is a bit of a jump up. He wins the the title from uh, Reigns after mm-hmm. winning Money in the Bank. That's right, yeah. Uh, he's the the opponent they throw at Reigns to really try to get him over. Right, that works well. I mean, he's going to... Look, I have him top 40, so he's yeah. obviously got a lot. But I think you're right. Like That's what I think keeps him here and not like in the 20s. Like yeah. he doesn't have those big standout moments or all-time classics. Yeah, and you kind of forget how long he's been there. Like, because right. you look at a guy like Randy Orton, and yeah. you're like, "Oh my God, he's been there forever." Right. Well, Sheamus is only like four years less. He start. He comes in when oh nine. Well, yeah, that's the main roster. So he's in ECW oh eight, right? Right. Yeah, oh eight or nine, somewhere in there. Yeah. Oh, maybe it's six years less. Sorry, but it's still not that right. Far it's not away. Yeah, it's not, still a long time. Uh, but I think you're right on that. I, I think that the big thing with him too is that he's a, he's a great example of not playing to a guy's strength right. in terms of promos. Like they, they send him out there to be stupid and funny and yep. and I think he's always best in those short spurts. Now, how do you feel about his them dressing him up like an uh, an Irish immigrant? Well, I mean, it depends how you feel about Butch. <laughs> well, he's not on my list. So. <laughs> I don't mind the. I actually don't mind the look of like the the street tough, the brawler. Like, 
I get it. I mean, whatever. Like, I think maybe it's better than the Mohawk. Yeah, the Mohawk seems like it was just designed for them to chant, you look stupid at him. Yeah. yeah. Like, those were his worst years when he had that Mohawk. Right. Yeah. And when he came back with the spiky hair again, it's like he meant business. Right, yeah. Now, would you be upset now if he had a title run? No. I'm never upset when he has a title run. No. No. I like Seamus. Yeah, I love Seamus. Um, my number 40, I believe, is probably, maybe it's one of your favorite guys. And that's the British Bulldog, David oh, Boy Smith. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I have him actually at 38. Okay, so again, we're super close. Yes. Um, I think he might actually move up on my list. Oh. Uh, because the more I think about him, the more that, like, he... So, like, in my original list, I'm sh- I mean, we're going to talk about him later. Mm-hmm. We're going to have Owen Hart on my list later. And it seems now stupid in retrospect that Owen Hart is ahead of the British Bulldog. Uh, on my list, Bulldog's ahead of him already. Yeah, and not on mine. I'm going right. to fix it on yeah. the list we keep talking about. Yeah, I think Bulldog should be higher than Owen. Yeah. Because I think the Bulldog's stuff is better than... Like, I feel like Bulldog's single stuff isn't that far off from Owen's, if not equal. No. Like, his matches with Brett are close when you combine them. Yeah. I think Brett... I, I would go... Rank the four. So you got rank rank WrestleMania ten, Summer seven ninety four, in your house five, and Summer seven ninety two. So I would go WrestleMania ten, mm-hmm. SummerSlam ninety two, in your house five, SummerSlam ninety four. So Bulldogs got the middle two. Yeah, I, I'd have it the same you, way. But you, you might you wouldn't. You I might would, have in your house five above Summer yeah. seven ninety, but the Bulldog ones are in between. In between. Um, but then Bulldogs got all this other cool stuff. Right. He's also got the match with Owen, yeah, which cancels like, out cancels Owen. cancels out, right? He's got the Bulldog stuff. I think the series with Warlord is like really underrated for yes. what it is. Yeah. Like, I mean, when you're pulling like three to three and a quarter out of the Warlord and British Bulldog. I'd argue Owen doesn't have those. No, he doesn't, <laughs> right. right? Like, oh, And he gets way more time than the Bulldog. Yeah. Um, I'd throw something like Bulldog and Sid. Yeah. Like as a fun little, little beat down. I think um, Bulldog Sean... A King of the Ring is better than Sean Owen in your house. I would I would say that you're right. And I would throw on Bulldog uh, Sean from One Night Only. Yes, that as well. That too. And then you get all of Owen's other tag is with Bulldog. So that kind yeah, of cancels it, it out. cancels all out. And then anything post-Bulldog leaving, Owen doesn't have anything substantial. No. So I don't think it's crazy to have Bulldog over Owen. No. So I think either Bulldog's a bit too uh, low on my list at this point or yeah. Owen's too high. But there's a lot of moving pieces to this thing. I think Owen's too high because I'm looking at the names above. I don't have too many I would move Bulldog ahead of, I don't think. I've got a couple coming up that I'm for sure going to move him ahead of. Right. Well, he's lower on your list. That's, we have two, two spots. Well, you <laughs> said you have two guys. That's true. That's true. All right. Who's your 39? Uh, a guy I have right below British Bulldog, and that is Edge. Okay. But I'm not going to lie. I think Edge is moving down um, because you, we got to factor in these last couple of years. Their way... It's insane to me that... Um, so, look, on this list, I have Edge way higher. Right. So, but on my list that I'm going to make, that I am making, he's way lower. Because when I first made this, I was like, oh, he's got to go up because of this, this, this. Right. But I think this run is terrible. Yeah, it's not helping him at all. Um, the return did. The return and he's the Gangrel entrances, <laughs> but beyond that, <laughs> yeah, like I, I don't. I mean, the Orton match is whatever you know me. I don't really rate rate the 
non-fan stuff. It's like they don't exist. Pandemic era doesn't exist to me unless it's like the top of the top. Right. Um, and even then, you'd like, no. Fuck it. Fuck Jey Uso. Bunch of trash. <laughs> fuck the Thunderdome. Um, so I feel like he's got TLCs. And actually, you know what's hurting him is for me as well, Scott and I doing on the Place to Be podcast, 07, 08. Yeah, you're in, yeah, you're in his worst time. 08, like, I'm waiting for one of these taker matches to be good, and they're all capping at three and a quarter, three and a half. So which is fine. They're good. Right. But they're not what you would expect for a multi-run main event push. And what I've noticed is, and I say this on every review we do, the end is the best part because it's all the chaos. And he excels in the chaos when it's like the near falls and the interference and the bullshit and the bumps. Yeah. But structuring the actual match, the first 20 minutes of these matches... He's not good. It's boring. Yeah, he's really not good. Is he the worst um, long-term main eventer they've ever had? Uh, I don't know. I'd have to really think. I mean... Long-term. I can't... like. I just cannot think of... When do you feel like his main event runs 06? 06 to when he retires. I think he's he's a main eventer then. I, you know, and even if you wanted to, you could say, okay, forget 06, because they kind of shunted him back down. No, but he's, I mean, by the middle of 06, he's up there. He's, he fights Cena at SummerSlam, fights yeah. Cena at Unforgiven, which are good. I like those. They're fine, but yeah. but he, they're not building around him there. Right. I feel like SmackDown's built around him from you know, like 07 yeah. to like on. Right. Yeah. I think he might be the worst. Kane? He's not a, is he a main eventer? I think so. I think he's like a perma main eventer. But nothing's built around him. Yeah. Maybe, maybe SmackDown in 2010 when he's the World Heavyweight title. Yeah, that whole disaster. Yeah, I don't... Yeah. But even Kane's more credible. Like, the problem I have with Edge is he's also right. not credible. Yeah, and all those taker matches is not believable. No, right. no. And, and a guy like Orton is, which is strange. Right. Because Orton is, I guess, smaller than Edge? Maybe. Not by much. But he looks like a wrestler and yeah. he acts like a wrestler. I like the Edge match with Batista... Um, not 07 one that one sucked okay. but 08 they have one but I think it's more Batista's swag that carries it but it's where they screw him where Vicky he throws Vicky into the edge heads and all that yeah that was pretty good he's got good stuff I mean look we still are talking like right now he's in top 40 I'm guessing I probably will move him down a ton because I do like the edge and Christian stuff a lot I value that a lot I do like the angle matches I know maybe they don't age as well but I right. do enjoy them um, you know watching 04 with Marcus for war like He's kind of shaky there until he turns heel. Yeah. Kind of needs Lita to really get him jump-started. Uh, he keeps getting injured, though, during that stretch, too. He had a lot of bad luck through all that stretch. Uh, but in 06, in early 06, I remember really liking him. Like, I wanted them to go with him. And it was everyone was disappointed when they took the belt off him. Yeah. If you remember, and then went back to Cena and Triple H. I think he's probably better suited if he, if he remains a, a foil for Cena as opposed to The Undertaker. I think yeah. it's the Undertaker stuff that really hurts him because he's just not credible against him. Right. But when I think of his best stuff, it's like you just said, like oh, the stuff with Batista, but Batista, like it's his swagger that carries it. For me, it's the match with Foley at WrestleMania 22. Right. But that's just madness. Right. Right. So like. And One Night Stand is the same. But One Night Stand is not, it could be anybody in there. The, I don't know though. He is, he in like is being like oh you're trying oh you know it's funny oh, you're, you're so right you're so right because I'm you're right you're right about when I stand I think that's all him I, kept, I actually think he's the driving force I kept thinking he was in the main event against Cena no no yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know, I think he's the driving match. force in that yes yes in that match I would agree um, I would agree so that's one for his belt I but think. again it's chaos correct and that's what his best stuff is yeah TLC matches 
you know, all the table matches, the hardcore matches. Like, that's what he's, he's a good brawler. But I wonder why later when he became a main eventer, they didn't lean into that more. As opposed to making him this wrestler's wrestler. But they kind of do. Like, they do the TLC with Cena. They do the Hell in a Cell and the TLC with Undertaker. But they're not as good. I think as he got older, he just started to break Maybe. down a little bit more. But Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think that's his best stuff. I don't know. I, again, like, I think he's got enough really good stuff to, like, warrant being up there. Are you going to have him higher than Christian? I feel like I went back and forth on this on the last list. I had Christian super high, if you recall, on the last one. Yeah, yeah, I had him at 28. Oh, he's still at 28. So I have uh, Christian higher. I have Christian higher. I think he'll remain there. See, I have Christian around number 50. Right. And I, I think that's where he's going to end up for me. You're going to move Edge below? Yeah. Because I think Christian has a better case than Edge. My 30 to like 25 is going to be our biggest fights oh i can't wait that that's like the next episode is going to be where we go to war like i think that's where all the guys you keep shitting on are like all bunched up for me in that spot well i think we're going to fight a lot as we go towards the top also all right well where are we at now uh that was your that was my 39 yeah my 39 is is for sure moving down and it's sid yeah i don't think he's even on my list he's on your list. oh i'm sorry he was at 80 yeah um, I think he's probably going to end up around 50, uh, which I know seems <laughs> so high, but I don't fucking care because I really think that that 92 run is like my favorite run of anyone of all time. Right. I just love it so much. I love, I love the rumble. I love the the, pre- the press conference after. Yes. I love the, the smashing of the barbershop and the shaving cream exploding in his face. And I like the match at WrestleMania eight. And so I love that. I love his uh, match against Michaels. Uh, How high does he finish if he doesn't come? If in 95 he comes back and turns on Sean, loses to Diesel twice, and leaves. So he loses it in your house one, and they have a rematch King of the Ring. So he's only there for four months. And then he never comes back? No, no. Then he comes back in 96. Oh, he so probably- everything is the same. Except you don't have like King of the Ring to Rumble '96, like that six month stretch where he's at his worst. Yeah, I'm just curious how much that drags him down. So he only has, if you take that out, he's got the '91, '92. Yeah, he's got turning on Sean, loses to Diesel and leaves, and then he's got the '96, the face run, which is great. Yeah, I think then you're talking. So yeah, it's it is interesting. Like I think you're, I'm, I'm kind of trying to make your point for you that. I think he has way more good than you realize and doesn't have that much. It's really just the problem is that bad is, is pretty bad. I think for me, the reason why it doesn't seem to weigh him down as much is because I wasn't watching live. Right. So it's like, I'll go back and watch it and acknowledge it was bad. Right. But I wasn't like, I didn't live it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I didn't live it and, and get bogged down with it. So maybe that's why it's Do you not think as... the lack of volume hurts though? For sure. For sure. Because like he only does have... If you add it up, it's probably under two two and a half years, right? I like, know. Like he's there in, in August to April, so what's that? Five nine months. Yeah. Then he's there six months. April to January. Okay, that's uh, eight months. Right. So that's seventeen. Yeah. And then ninety six, he's there. July to April, he comes back for that little blip. Yeah. So that's what. That's another nine. Yeah, so we're talking yeah twenty six no. months. Like he's really just there two years yeah. all in. So it's not a long run. He gets a lot done. <laughs> he's the man. He main events two WrestleManias. So I think he does. <laughs> one's all time bad. But. Yeah. So, so I one's, think one's fine. <laughs> I think that hurts. 
Um, I think it just doesn't have the the compiled stats. No, I don't think so either. But, you know, the more I listen to things, like, the more I realize that, like, the compilers to me are nowhere near as impressive. Right. Like, I was listening to Ryan Gray and Ryan Everett uh, talk about Triple H versus Chris Jericho Mm -hmm. uh, on their uh, Making the Case for this very project. And what I kept coming up with was, like, okay, like... Triple H has a million things he did. Right. But like, I'm not interested in 800,000 of them. Right. Right. So, and, and it's like, so I'd rather someone who comes in who has a bunch of stuff that I like. Right. Even if it's less. Um, th- that's just more for me. I think what does he's lacking is like, he doesn't really have a couple of great matches. Like he's got, it's got the, the Sean match. But even that is like what? I'm going to be watching it soon for Warzone, but. Yeah. And for the and probably for, tops at like four and for other and projects. for yeah probably tops at four ish. I have it at four. Yeah, and that's probably as high as he's ever gonna go. And right. what's the closest he sniffs to that? Um, Two well, and a half. No, I I I'd go three and a uh, quarter on what? I think Bulldog at uh, SummerSlam. No, you're delusional on Bulldog. At no, no, that is not no. three and a quarter. No, because here's the deal: is you 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 know that like for me, three and a quarter is like good. Right? It's a good match. All right. So right. here's what Chad and I went on that one on Warzone. Yeah, but... Yeah. Uh, two and two and a half. Yeah, but you, you, you guys are crazy because you'll, you'll, you'll put like... You, you know where I am with you and your star ratings, right? <laughs> um, for me, it's good. It's a good match. I have the Hogan one at three and a quarter, too. No. I like that one, too. What? Tell me what's wrong with it. I'm not go listen to my podcast. podcast <laughs> WrestleMania eight. I, I did I did like it more. Yeah, and it, I really tried to go in fret because I watched the build. I watched the yeah. the MSGs. Like I was in it. I really went in fresh, and it was good. Yeah, it's good. But for you, good is what? Yeah, it was probably like a, I think probably two and a half or two or three quarters. That's it for me. As soon as I say good, mm. it's three. Right, and that's maybe where it's not a good system. It's a very good system. All right, sixty percent. My thirty-eight. We already talked just about. So, just so we know, he is moving down on my list. Okay. No. That thirty-eight we already talked about. Mine was Bulldog. Okay. Uh, my thirty-eight is someone who's probably also going to move down. Uh, it's Rob Van Dam. One of a kind. One of a kind. I have him at thirty-six. Oh wow! I'm surprised. Oh, I love RVD. Me too. And yeah. I, I do think he's going to move down because I'm going to probably move some guys up. But I just think he is. He, he's like the most unique guy they've mm. ever had. Yeah. He's super over. <laughs> For his entire run. Yeah. He's that ready-made main event guy when he shows up in 01. Yep. And I think he's got enough great matches to justify him high on a list. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Easy. Like, that Jeff Hardy first match, mm-hmm. like, I'm probably really high on it. I think I have it at four and a half. Right. But I just find that he comes in and brings with him this entirely new style. Yeah. And he's Jeff Hardy's the perfect opponent for him right. in, in that moment. He's got those two matches. He's got the triple threat. The triple threat is so good. Yep, that's excellent. I have that at four and three quarters. I love that. The match of Regal is really good. Yeah, I would say he's also in the. Uh, oh no, he's not in the evasion tag. He's in the um, Survivor Series tag. Yep, which is very good. Um, and I will never, ever, ever sleep on um, the uh, one night stand match. Right. I yeah. Mean, I think with, with Cena. Yeah. I think I'm probably in the minority there. That's something that I have as a five star like experience because right. yeah. it's just it's just such a perfect storm. But I think he's needed for that perfect yes. storm. It yes. doesn't work as well without him. No, and then you even got like the elimination chamber. Like you mm-hmm. know he's good in that. O two, you know kills Triple H. Uh, I like oh, the I team wish. of him and Ray. Like I think they're sneaky yep. fun on SmackDown in 04. I like him and Kane. 
yeah, him and Kane have a good thing until I mean the the matches don't quite deliver, but mm. the 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 team and the teamwork is good. Um, and then even in 07, he's got the fun stretcher match with Orton. Like that's really yep. good. Uh, the money in the banks. Yeah, all the money in the bank stuff. Them. And then when he comes back, he's like even over in was it like 13 or 14 when he's around? Yep. See, like I remember when we did this project last time. I think it was Will who said like Rey Mysterio is like the best TV match worker of all time. Right. I think it was him. It must have been him. Um, and he might be right, but I think Van Dam's really close. Yeah, and I would have um, my thoughts are known. Matt Hardy, I think, is oh a, yes, really that's good right. At that. Yeah, but I just find Van Dam. It's yeah. like and Brett. Oh yeah, and Brett. Yes, uh, but Brett didn't seem to wrestle as much on TV as someone like Van. I feel Van Dam was right. on every yeah. Raw. Right, and like he's one of those guys too that like. I mean, I remember like my my wife would come in and be like, "Holy shit! Mm. Like, what's he like? He was so athletic and yeah. so different." And... The Christian match too is uh, good. The ladder match is that Unforgiven 03. Oh yes, yes. The or no, the one on Raw is that for the Intercontinental? Yeah, is it Raw or Unforgiven? I don't remember. Yeah. They fight. Remember the fan comes in and all that. That might be Raw. Oh god, you know it's funny you mentioned the fan comes in. We didn't even mention the Eddie Guerrero. Right, series. right. Those yeah, those are great. Those are amazing. Yeah, it's, I even love the first one where Guerrero just dismantles him. Yeah, yeah, those are great. Mm. And Benoit at SummerSlam is good. Yep. A bit disappointing. Right. But Which, still good. Yeah. And no one took anything landing on their neck like Rob Van Dyke. Oh, yeah. That's sick. Yeah. I mean, he's awesome. I mean, versatile. I think he's a sneaky good promo. Like, I don't think he's as bad as people think. I think he just has his own style. Yep. Um, a lot of jump up moments. ton of jump up moments. Every time he's in the ring, it's a jump up moment. Yeah. Yeah. He always felt special um, yeah. when he came out. So, yeah. I. I'm probably going to keep him right around the mid-30s. I don't see why he would move for me. Mm. Yeah. All right. All right. My 37 is going to move up for sure. Uh, and that's Randy Orton. I have him way up. All right. Let's talk about him later. Yeah. Because he's going to be up on mine. Yeah. Um, he's risen for sure the more I've watched. And that is who's been helped in the opposite of Edge by watching right. 07, 08. His Age of Orton run in there is like awesome. Awesome stuff. And he's – Yeah. He's a guy that I just did not appreciate. Well, we'll talk about right. him as yeah. we get there. Okay. All right, uh, who's your 37? My 37 is a guy who's going to move way down. Okay. And that's Mr. Perfect. Uh, I think we talked about him a bunch. I had him at 47, but yeah. you want to give some quick thoughts? Yeah, I think... So we talk a lot about guys who like get opportunities right. and then like guys who don't get opportunities. I find Mr. Perfect is probably given a lot more opportunities than you would think. Right. And when he was given them... Just didn't deliver for whatever reason. Yeah, I think he's an under. I don't think he's a great promo. I think he's okay. No, yeah. he's fine. Right? He's you can understand him. I think he's a really bad babyface. Like, because he didn't seem interested in being a babyface. What also doesn't fit who he is. Right. Like you can't be called Mister Perfect and be a baby. It's like right. Dolph Ziggler was the show off as a babyface. Yeah. Why is it not working? Right. You know, like so. I think he struggled there. And I just think his resume is way weaker than you th- than you think. That being said, he's 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 a bit better than say a Rick Rude, right? Because he doesn't have the bottoms that Rick Rude has, right? And his tops are, I mean, the two Brett matches are probably his best, I guess. But I would say that the the Rude and Warrior matches are on. I would say like it, it's like the Davy Boy and right. Owen match. I'd probably have the Warrior Warrior Rude, then the two Brett Perfect matches, and then Warrior Rude again. Yeah. Yeah, Brett Perfect King of the Ring is close to Warrior Root at SummerSlam. I would agree, but I think I still have Warrior Root higher. Yeah. Um, but all, but even then, even if we like, right. even, even at that, you're looking at like I have Brett Perfect, which is his, I think his best match at four and a quarter. 
Right. Right. And that's not something that you would expect from him. Like you right. Would, you would expect more. And then he was also pretty effed up. At that point. Yeah. Yes. But I don't even mean, I don't even mean that that's a failure. Right. Percent. Right. Yeah. What I mean is that that's his high point. Right. Because then the Luger match falls short. The Sean match falls short. Yeah. He does have the flair match a moment, which is good. Yeah. So I serve 92. He's pretty good. But again, you're, you're, you're in the, you're I know. in the three and a half. Yeah. 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 It's the failures on the like when I went back and watching when I'm watching MSGs, I'm expecting him to be delivering. Right. Like, look, I'm not expecting miracles, but I'm hoping that when he's in there with Hogan, you're getting a three and a half star match. He's got a fun match with Garvin. Yeah, I watched it. I think I was at like a three. Yeah. And again, it's fine, but it's not what you're expecting. Even Beefcake is like a three. Yeah. No, I think it's. uh, He's got the Tito match. Great, which is great. Yeah, Yeah, that's a great match, but it's one of very few. Right. And the other thing is, he never won. Right. Like ever. Right. He always like had to cheat or which yeah. didn't These guys get dinged. I, I, we've talked about it a bunch. DiBiase, Rude, perfect. The three of them have really been hurt. I think I think it low-key shows that they oh, kind of sucked at booking heels in yeah. the late 80s and early 90s. Like they all got the shit kicked out of them. They never felt like true threats to the world title. I think that's the biggest thing. Like Warrior and Hogan were so dominant. They had to put them together. And after Andre and then Savage, like... The rest of them never felt like a threat. Like, Rude never really felt like a threat to win the world title from Warrior. Did you even feel like Savage was a threat when he was a heel? Yeah, only because of the ties to Hogan and Liz. Like, and all that. You know what I mean? Like, oh, okay, once he was already... But he was already the champian then. Yes. Like, yeah. you're not talking about pre-Mega Powers. No, no, no. Probably not. Yeah, like, I, I think they're just traditionally not great at booking heels. Right, yeah. Well, because they just didn't seem as... Hogan and Warrior were so unique in that they felt like God. I mean, they just were gods. Yes. And like Rick Rude is not going to knock beat a god. Like it took a god to beat a god and then it took like cheating and then it kind of settled in from there. But right. even when Hogan finally loses, it's like Undertaker and Rude and uh, Flair and all this malfeasance and <laughs> everything else. <laughs> malfeasance. Um, all right. So my 36 was RVD. Okay. Mine was Sheamus. Okay. All right. My 35 is going to move up, I think, a little bit. And that's Jeff Hardy. Yeah. Mine, I have him quite a bit higher. Okay. Yeah. Who's your 35? Uh, my 35 is Owen Hart. So we talked about him briefly and we've kind of danced around him a bunch. Right. But I had him at 46. Yeah, I think that's probably where he's going to land for me. Um, I mean, he's got the great, he does have the great matches on mm-hmm. his resume that we talked about, but it's all the, all the other opportunities that he just didn't nail. I think if Chad and I had to pick a most disappointing of 96 mm-hmm. for Warzone, he's up there. Because you're dying for Raw to have guys that can like compete with what Nitro is rolling out there, which with, is the with Benoit and, yeah. and Guerrero and Mysterio and uh, Sakosis and Juventud and like Malenko and like all those guys that they can throw out on Nitro and cruise to a three and a half star match in eight minutes. Owen gets chances, you know. He's got Mero and these other guys, like, and they're, just, they're not there. Like, two, they're boring. It's two and three quarters, two and a half. Um, there's none of that that really stands out in 96. To me, the highlight of 96 was his commentary at King of the Ring. And then him and Bulldog have been good after winning the titles. But again, it's how much of that's Bulldog looking back at it. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I, I was going to ask you, is it all the opponents that Hart has? I have to look back directly. But no, like I said, I mean, like you would think him and Mark Merrow in 96 should have a pretty good TV match. Right. But does Mark Merrow have like much better matches with other people? No, I mean it's. But I was Owen can't carry him. I want to see him. Why can't Owen bring him up? 
you know? Yeah, and then even when, like, Owen fights Michaels, it's disappointing. Yeah, so, like, here's our 96. Like, him versus Sid, two and a quarter. Bulldogs versus... Uh, Bulldog and Hart versus Smoking Guns are buried alive. Uh, two and three quarters, I have. Body Don is... That's uh, a throwaway. Mind Games, three and a quarter is pretty good. Mark Murrow on September 16th, two and a half. Him versus um, Bulldog. That's the IC title match. IC tournament match, two and a three quarters. Him and Savio at SummerSlam, two and three quarters. Mm-hmm. Him and Sean on Raw, three. They made a vent to Raw, only right. get a three. And him and Warrior, whatever, not going to count that. <laughs> uh, him and Mero again on Raw, 2.75. Him and Undertaker, whatever, two. I mean, you know, so him and yeah. Sean. I went, uh, I'm sorry, that's Brett. Him and Ahmed. Uh, I'm trying to go back to in your house six. I had uh, I had that at three and three quarters. Chatted at three and a quarter. So like I mean again like that's uh, like where's the match? And, and he's getting a lot of time. Like that was a lot of matches on Raw. That main event against Sean on Raw was like really disappointing. Is that Sean's worst pay per view match that year? Yeah. Uh, I mean, if you take out Beware a Dog, it was just kind of a shit show. Probably. Are you talking about the one with all the problems? Yeah, him and Bulldog kind of sucks at that show. But okay. there was all kinds of issues that they didn't. The rumors are they didn't know it was they were even on air and like everything okay, else. Okay, so. okay, okay, okay. But yeah, beyond that, yes. Yeah, and that's really telling because you'd think it'd be better. You think Sean, he had Sean, better matches with Diesel? He had better matches with Bulldog. Sid. Better match with Brett. Better match with Sid. Yeah. Better match with Foley. Yeah. Yeah. Six man. I mean, Owens in that six man. That's pretty good. International incident, but right. But he, I think he's a tag guy. We talked about this. Yeah. I think he's just a great tag wrestler. He's only a main event player in relation to Brett. And when you look at it, I think the Brett match at 10 has always been held up as like proof that he's great. But when you look at the big picture, I think it's an outlier of just his best day. Right. I think he just had his best day on the biggest stage when he needed to have it with an all-time great. You know what I mean? Like, and and I don't think Brett carried him. I think Owen was right there with him. So, yeah. but I think people looked at that thinking this is his breakout. He's an all-timer. But then when you look back at it, it's like, well, that's here, and everything else is here, and nothing comes close to it again. Yeah. Maybe the European Finals. I haven't watched that in a while. Him and Bulldog. Yeah, but it's, it, that's not even close to that. No, but is it? I think it's over four, probably. Yeah, so, or, or lowest four. Right, but that might be the only other match he has over four. I, I don't. Right. I just read you his others in his best year, and, and the SummerSlam Cage. I'm at a four. So I remember we were. I'm at a four also for that. I think it's too long. Um, I remember when we talked about Janetti five years ago. Right. The point I made about Janetti was that he. He almost doesn't exist as a character without Shawn Michaels. And I think it might be true to Owen Hart. No, I don't know. I disagree because I think his character stuff is actually good. Like I, I'm not saying it's not good, right. but I think it has to exist in the world. It doesn't exist in the world without Bret Hart. It's like he never fully gets away from Bret. Yeah, I guess. There's even the Hart Foundation. Yeah. Yeah. And then once Bret's gone, he's he's kind of he's nothing. Lost. He's in that he joins the nation of domination <laughs> right. of all things. And I mean that last year is such a lost year for him. But then even with Sean, he gets Sean on that raw, like that's okay when he comes back in ninety seven. Um Yeah, I, I think he's a guy whose rep is as better than what's out there. Yeah. So I think he's gonna drop. I think I'd put him in the DiBiase Rude perfect bucket. He's probably a bit higher because he does have the classics. He does have matches, the classics, yeah. Right. But I don't think he's that much higher. All right, so what was that, 35? Yeah. All right, my 34 is Bobby Heenan. Um, Whoa, that's high. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I had him at 36 last time, though, so I didn't drop him too much. I, I just, um, 
this was one of our big arguments in 2017 when we did this. Okay. Uh, right? Well, I don't remember. Well, arguments. managers. Yeah. Like, what do you factor in? Because are we only in ring? Man, we had some specific criteria. Yes. Now we have none. And he doesn't have a lot of matches, but he's, you know, and I had Sherry high too, right? I just had this conversation where we talked yeah. about Sherry. He is so physically active in every match. He's part of the match. And he sells all those feuds. He's Hulk Hogan's biggest rival for like three years or whatever, right? Like it's yeah. him. You can say it's Andre Bundy, but it's he's driving the feud, right? Yeah. He's a biggest factor with Flair when Flair comes in, right? He, he if you took Bobby off a of commentary in 91, 92, is Flair's run as effective? No, I would, I would right. say it's Okay, not. so he's a big part of the Ric Flair package. Sure. He's a big part of the Andre the Giant turning heel into WrestleMania 3 package. Yep. Big part of Bundy being credible at WrestleMania 2. Yeah. Big part of Big John Studd versus Andre the Giant at WrestleMania 1, which is the big draw for that, one of the big draws for that show. Mm-hmm. He's got the fun stuff with the British Bulldogs where he kidnaps a Bulldog and has a match. But it's a big... He walks around a, with the leash with... That was a big storyline. Of course. Ken Patera. That was a big storyline. He whips yep. around with the thing and that was like the whole summer of 87. Weasel suit. Weasel suit match. He's a yeah. big... Um, Thing with Warrior, like he's Warrior's biggest guy in '88 and '89. He main events Survivor Series '89 as like a top heel. He helps establish Mr. Perfect's um, mm-hmm. coming off the genius shit, and like, then abandons him. He does. <laughs> Rude. He's a big part of the like. He is such a constant of yeah. all that that I think he warrants. Like I think take him out of that stretch of '85 to '91. The promotion is way worse without him. And not, just take his even if you take his commentary out and you say okay that's separate, but. I, I I factor it in when it's the flair stuff because like it's an act with flair like that's yeah. part of it'd be like if you left ringside and got in the booth. I'm not against I'm not right. against that idea at all. I'm not against. I never fought against him on the list right. either. So I don't know who you are. No, I just meant in general. Yeah. I feel like there was discussion about oh yeah, how should maybe. managers be factored in? Should they be you know? Yeah. Could they count? I just think that I think it gets him on the list. I have him like at around sixty or something. Right. I think that, that that for me, that's where he ends up. But he's like, I would argue he's one of the best heels in company history. So is Jesse Ventura, but he's not on your list. Yeah, but he didn't have all the angles and work that Bobby does. Well, he has just as he is just as integral to getting everybody over. Yeah, as but Bobby he's is. purely a commentator. Um, sure. Even if you took the announcing of Bobby out, other than, say, the flair stuff. But right. even if you want to take that out, he's still a driving force as a manager and active in all those angles. Jesse doesn't have all that. I would agree. Yeah. I would agree. I wouldn't put Jesse ahead of Bobby Heenan, right. but like, I think if, if you're going to factor in all the side stuff, like I think you have to kind of widen it. Like why just managers? Cause he gets beat up every now and well, then. Well, because he's an active performer in the ring. Jesse's just calling the action. Right. You know I mean, like, like I wouldn't factor in Lawler's whole announcing career. When we're talking Lawler and he's on our list. Well, you don't want him. You right. Want him right. It would not come out. Yeah. But I'm just saying like, I don't even, you could take Bobby's commentary out, and I would still have him high on this list yeah. because of the perform because he's such a heat magnet in all these stories. Even the boss man, when you talk the whole boss man feud, why that's all have, driven by him. Why don't you have Jimmy Hart on your list? It's a miss, and I think I put him on the bottom to add him yeah. on. Okay, so. because like he, I mean, I would I would say that Jimmy Hart is not as integral right. to the promotion as Bobby Heenan, right. but I but I don't think he's that far. No, I yeah. I would yeah. argue. Like, if you're going to include Heenan for those reasons, right. you should include Jimmy Hart. Yeah. I would. I would add Jimmy, probably. I just think Bobby has more of the main event level stuff than than Jimmy. Yeah, I guess he does. Because when you... I mean, WrestleMania 3 alone. Like, he's a whole... We have prime time on the background. I was recording, right? Yeah. And starting in late 86, he drives the whole Andre turns heel. Like, 
he's working that on prime time. I've been meeting with, why are you meeting with Andre? Why are you at the meeting? And I've heard this about, on right? Yeah. He is with Andre from 84 or whatever until 80, until 90. I guess. Just, he also has a jump up moment at WrestleMania 6. He's got a shitload of jump up moments. I guess just why, why, why managers and not commentators? Because is it just the physical nature of it? Yeah. I just think they're an active, like in ring participant because his greatest wrestler ever, he's, because I, I think if it's greatest WWE performer ever, I guess would be the word or right personality on because screen. Because he's not a wrestler, though. He's not a. Re- I mean, he's well, not, he is. Yeah, but ver- but but he has a bunch of matches during that stretch. Sure, but uh, yeah, he does have matches. He's got the Weasel Sue matches. He's got two WrestleMania matches. He's got the Survivor Series main Rooster, event. Yeah, but he does. I mean, that's that that's right before the main event at five, and like it's yeah. like a lot of heat on that. I just I I don't know. I'm not against it. I yeah. like look. I have him on my list. Right. Right. Um, yeah. I just I don't know if I can get him that high. If you took British Bulldog out of the promotion and you took Bobby Heenan out of the promotion, what what hits more? It's Bobby, and I don't think it's close. I agree. Right. But he's not an he's not nearly as 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 important a wrestler to the company as as Bulldog I would is. call it in ring. Around the ring performer. That's how I look at it. Commentator to me is like, I, then you get a factor like Tunny and like 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 those are like figure uh, th- like yeah, but it, figures. But, but, about you make, the but you're making a statement of like, well, if you took this guy out, would it be well? Sure, but if you took Vince McMahon like without, well, even I have him top six. I, I do too. But if you <laughs> took him out, even without all his wrestling, you right. took him out, then yes, the whole thing would be completely different. Right. If you took out uh, Pat Patterson completely, the right. whole thing would be completely different. But he's way further back on your list. Right? Not me. I had him at forty-one. You yelled at me about it. <laughs> Because it's stupid. Um, I think he belongs. I'm curious if people weigh in on this because I, yeah, look, I I think he's worthy on the list. Yeah, I just like I struggle with putting him ahead of guys that have impressive, um, great all time matches or yeah, but he's such a big champions. factor in those matches. It's not like Fuji or someone that sits at ringside. He to me he is like I don't think he's a factor in making a match great or not. I don't know if he's What's, not involved with Andre like in those matches. Does he make well, I mean, you don't even like you don't think that is a great match. <laughs> I think it's a great spectacle. And no, Bobby's no, you a don't big think it's a great it. match. I think we've had this. <laughs> it's a great <laughs> spectacle. Uh, but but like, what's a mat? What's a match? What's a, what's an all time great match that he makes better? Warrior Rude at SummerSlam. That's not an all. Uh, is he even out there? Of he, course he he's is. He's not really that involved in that one, is he? Yes, of course he is. Yeah, but I don't think he's he's the one who makes that great. Now you're just being arbitrary. Well, you're being arbitrary. <laughs> All right, Bobby Heenan. I love where you go. Who's your 34? Uh, my 34 is moving down. It's Adam Cole. I, the more I think about these NXT guys, mm. like they're hard to rank because uh, it's been killing me. On one hand, and I'm talking about the Champa Cole Gargano. Yeah, I had them all at like 48 to 50. I think that's where they're going to end up for me because what I keep coming back to is when I look at their work, Champa could go up. Yes, he could now. He's got he's got about five months to yeah. make some hay. He can make some. He can make up. These these three guys especially. It's like when I look at their their runs, I, I keep thinking like, holy shit, how can I not have them high with all these incredible matches right. and this and that? But then I step back, and I'm like, I don't want to watch these matches ever again. Yeah. So As someone what, who just watched 2018, 19 NXT, right? I'm not like rushing back to watch them again. Do you want to watch another Adam Cole Johnny Gargano match? No. That's it. But the match was fantastic, right? 
I was a little lower than most, but yes. What were you at? Were I think you? it was like four. But it's still a great match. Right, yeah, yeah. Right? Like, and it's it's rare that I'm like, oh, four stars, I don't want to watch it again. Right. You know? And so what do I do with that? Yeah. Like, I think they all deserve a spot on the list because they've really carved out something really special. Yeah, well, they it was a special period of time. Yeah, they, they, yeah. they innovated a style that wasn't a plenty in that time yeah. period. And I do also think that Cole is a special case of really like checking a lot of the boxes right. for the NJPW. He's got the jump ups. He's got the promo and character work. Yeah. He's got the work rate. Um, I think it depends too, like how you view NXT. Right. Like some people I think don't view it as the big stage, right? I, don't, I just don't understand. I know. Yeah. Like I, I struggle with it because I, I guess I can, I can kind of get behind it when they were always in the same spot. Right. Doing the thing. But as soon as they moved out to doing the, the pre-pay-per-view ones or yeah. where, they're, where they're in the same buildings with the same right. fans, at that point, it feels like it's, it's Right. The, the takeovers are big. Yeah. I think it's the weekly TV maybe that. For sure. Right. For sure. Like if he did, did what he was doing on Raw versus weekly NXT, maybe it stands out more. Maybe, but then never let him do that on Raw. Right. And it's like, we talk sometimes about like, oh, well, this guy had these opportunities, so that's a good thing. Right. Well, then why are we penalizing these guys for having the opportunity to do that? Right. Anyway, he's moving down on my list, though. All right. My 33 is the boss, Sasha Banks. So I had her at 41. Okay. Did We, we didn't talk about her, though. No. I'm curious now, like, she's losing some time. Like, if she's done, I don't know if I'm going to move her... I mean, I don't know. She'd probably stay around here, I think. So I have Charlotte at 32. What do you have for her? Uh, on this list? Yes. I have her at 19. Okay. So we're talking about her later. Right. So, I mean, I think they're 1-2 for the best best that they've had. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, I think we both have a decent amount of women on our lists. But I, Charlotte's my top, as is yours. But I have Sasha right, right behind her. Yeah. I think what helped is I really like the Bianca Belair main event. Um, I like it too. I like it a lot more than the Becky one. Oh yeah, and then you know, as much as I maligned the pandemic era, her and Bailey really awesome carried it. And Just so awesome. that that year alone, plus all the big other moments, jumps up plus her NXT stuff. Yeah, I, I just think she warrants like if her and Charlotte are the best women, they should be near the top. And I have them. You know, we're gonna talk about next episode. I like I mentioned that. My 30 to 25 is kind of my like, you know, work rate guys that I perceive as work rate guys. Yeah, you hate them. Um, so could they rise above them perhaps? But then on my list, once I get to 26, is like my stars. Yeah. And I don't, they could maybe creep into that. But that, this is where you get into the, the warrior, the Andre, the Andre. Like we're talking like, but, you know, from a women's point of view, those are the icons. So. Do they That's rise? It. Yeah, and and does the does the women's wrestling exist today? Right, without them, right, in the same way that does the WWF exist in the late eighties without right. certain guys, yeah. right? No, um, I think Charlotte is substantially higher than Sasha, mm-hmm. but I do think Sasha is. Do you have her as number two of the women on your list? Yes, yes, I do. Uh, I think Bailey is very close to Sasha. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, and, and Bailey could come back and go ahead. Of her. Right. That yeah. could happen in the next right. year. Uh, we'll see what happens. But I think there's something really special with Sasha. I, think I had she, Bailey at 52. 
Yeah. See, I had I had Sasha at forty one, Bailey at forty two. Yeah. So I think they actually work really well together. I think her and Bailey have the greatest female match of all time. Yeah. And I think that's just a, one of the greatest matches of all time without any caveats. You right. don't need to say greatest women's match. Right. It's 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 a, just one of the greatest matches of all time. An emotional storyline. I think she has one of Rousey's best matches on the main roster. Yeah. Rousey's probably gonna move down for me. Yeah, she's not. I had her at seventy to be, begin the year, but she's probably going closer to ninety. Yeah, this has been a very disappointing Terrible run. Terrible run, yeah. yeah. But I mean, Sasha, like, whenever you put her in the Hell in a Cell, she's great. Yeah. She's got the great one with Bailey. She's got a great one with Becky. Like, yeah. I mean, I know I know, uh, Marcus yes. is not a fan of Sasha. Yes. Um, and, and maybe I'm missing something, but I find that her work is... Plus, is, she has great presence. She has yeah. star power. I would like to see her maybe come back and, like, add a couple things down the stretch here with her and... Um, yeah, Naomi come back. Look, if she retires today, she's still one of the most important. Women oh yeah, in she's still top. I'm. I said to start, maybe move down, but I don't. She may move up. Yeah. Um, well, look, like when I'm looking at mine, she's going to move ahead of Sid. Right. Right. She's going to move ahead of Perfect. Yeah. She's going to move ahead of Owen Hart. She's going to move ahead of Adam Cole. Right. So that she's already moving ahead four spots, right. unless I bump some other people right. up. So yeah. Okay. Uh, who's your? Well, so that was my 33 and my 32. Who's 30? Oh, Charlotte. Uh, well, my 33 is Sami Zayn. Okay. So, I know you have him quite a bit down the list. I had him at 76. Yeah. With a note to maybe move him up. Well, yes, after the jackass match, he's going <laughs> to move up. Yeah. So, I think I think Sami Zayn... Well, here here's the NXT question, right? Right. I think Sami Zayn's 2014 mm-hmm. is one of the best babyface years of anybody in company history. I think he's just... The story they tell... And the catharsis when he finally wins the title yep. is just an incredible story. He's on every takeover that year. He's on NXT almost every week. And it continues into the next year with the feud with Kevin Owens, which brings nothing but good stuff. Yep. Um, then uh, as 2000, he gets hurt going up to the main roster. But he has a great match with Cena, even though he's hurt. Uh, and then he comes back in late 2015, 2016. He has that incredible match with Nakamura. Mm-hmm. I have that as a top 10 match in company history. And then he comes up to the main roster, and then the first few months, he, the first few months, he delivers like two or three classics. Right, he's got the Owen stuff, the four way, yeah, the um, IC title ladder. Yeah, just great babyface yeah. stuff. And then he kind of goes dormant for a while. But I would say from the pandemic till now, he's one of the most consistently entertaining characters on the show. Right, and, and but the Owens tag stuff is actively rough. Yeah, but I I don't know how. And much they he- had a lot of time. They yeah. got a lot of TV time that did not resonate. Yeah, I just don't know how much of that is him. Like, it, it's weird because, like, I don't mind him in it. I think he's kind of miscast a little bit at first. I think anybody in a feud that long with Shane McMahon is not going to sure. do well. I'm sure, but, but that was their chance to raise it up. And yeah. they were given a ton of t- TV time, ton of main event time. They had a marquee WrestleMania match that kind of stunk. I know the booking was part of it. I don't think the match stunk. Eh, was with okay. Brian? I thought it was okay. Yeah. It was It was disappointing because right. you wanted Brian. Yeah. But I think it was still at least a good match. So, I don't know, like, I think that stretch does definitely hurt. But yeah, he's been great. The John Knoxville stuff was awesome. Yes. Yeah. So, that's why he's there, but it's right. especially on that NXT run. And I think I think he probably doesn't get enough credit for building NXT. Right. Like, yeah. I think without that run and without how over he was, I don't know. I think it's because it's, like, really kind of pre... I guess the TakeOver stuff was happening, but it's yeah. not as, like, prominent yet. Like, I mean, him and Balor are probably right. the... Probably the two most important the four bearers, yeah. members of NXT. Um, all right, who's your 32? Triple H. Oh. 
I had him at 56. I might move him down. I don't know. Uh, he's the, he's another one of these guys who's just so hard to, mm. to rank. Like, So I was having this discussion with Ryan uh, Gray, and I was trying to like articulate, like, because we were talking about how do you weigh the bad and the good. Right. Right? And it's like if you take every year of him and you base it on a scale of like every year you give him a score between 10 and minus 10, right? I think he's probably close to zero overall. Mm-hmm. Like because like he's – I don't think he ever really gets to 10. He probably gets right. to 9. But then there's a lot that's like 1, 2, 3 yeah. and a lot that's like minus 4, 5, 6. Right. And so it's it's a, it's a weird presence. So whereas he's, he's really hard because – it's not that he's a great... He's not a great character either. Right. Because his, his comparison is The Undertaker. Yeah. Right? Who has a lot of bad too. But The Undertaker is like such an iconic character and right. a draw. Triple H always ironically felt like, like a B-plus player. I mean, you know, it, it was projecting with Brian, right? Like he always felt like he wanted to be The Rock, right? He wanted to be Austin. He was always on the outside watching the stars. Yeah. Trying to push his way in. Like... Yeah. And he could hang with them, but he, he was never... When it was him... He never was able to, to carry that. Now, I have really enjoyed his 0708 stuff. It's good. Yeah. I don't like the when he first comes back in 07. No, he as soon as he has the no mercy with the three matches with uh, Orton yeah. or that, that's when it turns on for him. He gets really good. He's got the Hardy stuff. Yeah. He's been really good with Cena, with uh with Orton. Um, like all that stuff has been really good. He's been he's enjoyable like a, to it's watch. It's like he's less selfish in that year. Yeah, yeah. Like it, he is not treating. He's not saying John Cena can't wrestle, right? Yeah. You know, like he, yeah. like it's a, it's a proper uh, wrestling storyline. But he's his own worst enemy, right? Like he he's the best perfect example of someone being their own worst enemy, right? Because like you can see, he has tools to do great things, but then he just gets in his own way, yeah. so many times, yeah. And so right. uh, for every Daniel Bryan match, he's got the hell in a cell shot, yeah. You know, right. like like it's for every great match, he's got a stinker. Yeah. For every great moment, he's got like a 20 minute promo, you know, or he's banging a corpse at a casket. Like, you know, he's just got. And then coming out the next week and chastising the fans for not getting it. So I had him at 40 last time. I remember. And I said it endlessly. He felt like number 40. 56 is probably low, but he feels like a 50. I don't know. Like, like, he's like in the middle. He's fine. (laughs) Yeah. Like, no one, no one has ever been given more chances than this guy. Yeah. Like, and I, I was thinking about doing this, but it would take way too long. But it's like, when I was listening to Ryan and Ryan talk about Triple H versus uh, Chris Jericho, it's on my mind. Because, you know, you list all the great matches, and obviously Triple H has more, right? It's not many, it's not as many right. more as you think, but there's more. But then it's like, okay, well, imagine all the ring time Triple H had right. versus all the ring time Jericho had. Or all the ring time RVD had, or all the ring time anybody had. And it's like he's given so much, right? And maybe is has wasted more than anybody else. Yeah. Um, so yeah, hardest to rank. All right, last one for me tonight. Number thirty-one is Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Um, it's a move down situation for me, probably because mm-hmm. I think he just doesn't have the volume. No. Nope. Uh, and he does have some disappointing stuff watching the MSGs and, and stuff like. He's in that bucket. I hate to keep saying the same guys, but he's with those guys where you want more. Now the difference again is he's got the five with Savage. Well, I think I had it four and three quarters when I watched WrestleMania three last. Terrible, terrible. Um, I know he's got the Maple Leaf Gardens one too, and and some of the house show stuff. I do like a couple of the matches. The Honky at MSG are good, and he's got Jericho. 
Right. But, in 09. But even then, that's just good in context. And I think we talked about him already. When did you have him? No, I have him at like 58. We didn't talk about him because oh, you okay. said you had him much higher. All right. Uh, consistently the most disappointing guy when I'm rewatching MSG. Yeah. Like, and it's not that he's bad either. It's it's fine. And I keep, I like the Jake feud. The Jake feud is good, but they don't have the big blow-off matches. But the DDT on the floor is a super memorable moment. But it's real. Right. It's not like he's doing anything. Right, right he gets knocked out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't, the match of big events, not bad. Like the... It's fine. Yeah. Look, look. let's take him through the system. Does he have any much nuance? No. No. How are his promos? Shaky at best. Shaky. Work? Very good. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. But like, um, you know, like... Only as a face. Yeah, only as a face. And even then, though, if it doesn't translate to great matches... Right. And then finally, um, uh, jump up moments. Right. So he's got a couple. I think that's actually where he does okay. But he doesn't have that much. Well, he's got three. He's got the throat... He's got the DDT on the floor. He's got the <laughs> carrying the kid out at, at uh, WrestleMania. He's got breathing the fire. <laughs> yeah, breathing the fire. I mean that that hurt that run hurts too. There's supposedly that Haku match out there. I've never seen it. Right. They have a boring one at MSG, but there's supposed to be some other house show match that they were had a great match, but I haven't seen it. His, look, his best work just isn't here. Right. He's yes better elsewhere. Yeah. So yeah, I, he's probably gonna, he's gonna move down on mine. Yeah. He's in the top 100. Oh, yes. Yeah. But it, I don't think it's a slam dunk. No. He might be more in the 70s, 80s. Yeah. And that feels sacrilegious in a lot of ways. Right. But going back to these MSGs has actually really helped me solidify that position. Right. Because every time he comes out and I see that he's going to be there, I'm like, oh, good. And then it's like, oh, that's like a two and three quarter match. Yeah. You know? And, you know, Even just, rude at Rumble 88. It's kind of... It's fine. It's not great. Yeah. Um, what's his best pay-per-view match after Savage? It's probably Series 87, probably. Yeah, but even then, he's not in it as much. Right. Is it is it Valentine at WrestleMania 4? I guess, yeah. You know, and that's like, what, a three-star match? Um, all right. My 31 and last guy for the night is Johnny Gargano. I had him uh, down below, as we talked about. Yeah, look, there, I don't want to I don't want to keep right. harping on it. Uh, but, I mean, look, he's probably the, the best five-star, like performer in company history highest batting average probably silver is that the silver slugger it is and there you go uh highest batting average but again i don't want to watch any more matches from him right like well, he's gone now right and the prospect of him coming back i'm like oh eh. well, i don't know i think on a main roster with triple h booking him and champa we could get some good stuff but do you want like the 30 minute johnny gargano matches on pay- going forward on pay-per-views once every month I don't know if we'll get that because why, why there's not? more going on. Right. But like, we could get some fun DIY tag stuff. Tag stuff, I'd be on board. Right. With. Yeah. But like, I don't know, as a single star, like, again, I can't argue the resume. Right. I can't argue with how good he is because it's all there. But again, I'm just, I don't want to watch. Right. He does have a lot of good matches. Yeah. And that's, you know, where he what is. Him. He's going to move down. All right, so we do this once a month. So we'll be back next month with this. But in two weeks, we'll be back on Noel's Bard. We'll continue our. Uh, coverage of breaking down every WWE title, world title change of all time. That's yep. been a lot of fun. Check out everything else we have to offer the North South Connection. Every day we have content dropping. Uh, pretty much 94% of it's wrestling based. We get a couple of things here and there that aren't, but uh, a lot of it's evergreen classic content. We do have some current stuff as well, but check it all out. Yep. Dookie's been dropped. <laughs>